2: So you had one person Mm -hmm. that believed in the vision Mm -hmm. to a point where he was willing to invest Mm -hmm. in the vision. And Girl CEO's like, let's just make sure that we take note of this. Sometimes we're looking for 50 people to believe in us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're looking for thousands of people on Instagram to believe in our vision. But this just goes to show that you just need one person to put that money where their mouth is and show you that they really believe you. It's the Girl Girl. CEO show. Run it up. up. Always on the Know what's, you know what's up
3: everything from dating a life in the business covering it all like a boss
0: come and get it's this the girl ceo show yeah, yeah.
2: hey girl ceos welcome to the girl ceo podcast the playground for female entrepreneurs i'm here with my girls today barry hey girl and Malia. hey girl thank you all for joining me today I've been looking forward to this interview you guys are killing it in a feel that you don't see that many black women in and we are here live at rolls forever and these girls are scooping swooping and rolling, rolling. and rolling <laughs> all the ice cream I'm here, so let's jump into this interview. The first thing I just want to say is congratulations. Thank you. The establishment is so beautiful. Thank you. And girls, girls get ready, because this interview is going to be a ton of fun. We're going to get very live and interactive with this thing. But how does it feel to own your own Roll Forever ice cream shop and really be taking your city by storm?
4: I mean, it feels freeing. Um, We have a lot of autonomy um, in just doing what we want, being creative, um, just being able to express ourselves through ice cream and being able to give back to our community where we were born and raised in.
2: I love it. I love it. And one of the things that I've been really paying attention to is you guys are super young. And I love that you're so young but so dedicated to your business. What would you say to people who are in their 20s who are feeling like, you know, is it too early for me to jump out there and create my success story?
3: I feel like it's never too early. Uh, Start now, literally the sky is the limit. Uh, We always tell ourselves, we tell others to don't limit themselves. Cause literally whatever you want to do, you can accomplish it. Yeah.
2: How old were you guys when you started this business?
3: So I was twenty three, and I was twenty two. Yeah.
2: And how so. long ago did you start it?
3: So I'm now twenty six. And I'm twenty eight. I lied. I'm twenty seven. Wow. <laughs> I did not even know my age. What is going on? It's okay. I was girl. like, hold on, wait. She's two years younger. Know I
2: mean? it, it's okay. I'm twenty. I feel like I'm at the point now where it's like
3: I just know I'm getting closer to thirty. Yeah. So so I don't you mean, gotta
2: push. You gotta push them yeah. a little bit. It's okay, girl. You know I'm 21, so it's, it's totally. <laughs> you look good. It's so look totally amazing. Fine. It's totally fine. I'm 21. I've been 21 for probably we won't even go there, but I've been 21 for a long time. <laughs> Anywho, getting started. What was it like when you started your business?
3: It was challenging. Um, so we started off as a food truck, and then we expand. We started off as a food truck in 2018. Okay. We expanded to a store um, in 2020. So. Just starting trying to get funding for a food truck and um, getting people to take us seriously.
2: Okay. All of
3: that was a challenge.
2: So, do you think that the ice cream business is still a very lucrative business? I definitely
4: think so. And, like, we are super unique. Um, so, we're not churches traditional scoop ice cream you come in here you get an experience um, and just look at the ambiance like you come in and you feel good when you step into the store Um, so I definitely think it's still lucrative I think that there's a lot of opportunity um, in this niche um, and there's a lot of growth um, so most
2: definitely. How was it getting started when you were telling people, hey, you know, we're starting this ice cream business. Um, what type of feedback were you getting? We, we hear so many stories of people saying, you know, when I started my business, my friends didn't believe in me. People mm-hmm. laughed at the idea. They're like, oh, this is old. It's too late. Mm-hmm. You know, this market is just so saturated. Um, what type of feedback were you all getting and how did you overcome those things?
4: I think we got a lot of support. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But um, through our families and, like, our friends and, like, even the community. At the time, there was not really a lot of rolled ice cream places in the area at first. Um, So just the craze. And it was really trending on Instagram, on social media. So everybody was super locked into rolled ice cream. The process, the experience, and everything like that. So we got a lot of support. And I think that that's what fueled us a lot, um, just jumping out on faith and, like, actually doing this thing.
3: And people were also surprised that two 22- and 23-year-olds were starting a food truck. Yeah. Yeah. We had just graduated from college. Mm-hmm. We worked in our corporate jobs for a year before we did this, so
2: people were shocked. So, did you use your income from your corporate jobs to start this business? Most definitely. You yep. You know, we we're in the age of social media where everybody is saying, quit your job, fire mm-hmm. your boss, you know, start this business, just walk out and keep on going and don't mm-hmm. look back. But I think that, you know, for me, I'm always telling my girl CEOs that you want to leverage mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. income from your job, to invest in your business, yep. to take that business to the next level and I just always say take your time yeah. you know make sure that you're financially um, at a place where you're ready to walk away from your job to build that business so you all made a decision that you were gonna quit your jobs and you had saved up enough money from your job to mm-hmm. go ahead and take that leap and say hey like we're gonna invest this in our business uh-huh. and we're gonna launch this business yeah. what made you feel like you knew that it was time to quit the job and take that leap
3: So we told ourselves that we were going to quit in April. No, we quit in May, right? March. It was March. So you all quit at the same time. We Mm -hmm. quit at the same time. Okay. Quit at the same time. And we fasted for 40 days before we quit our job.
2: Come on fast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I kid you not, in April we were completely booked. So we took that as a sign that God was telling us this is what we needed to do and this is the path that we needed to go on.
2: Wow. Were you nervous? Were you afraid? I was
4: (laughs) nervous, okay. And I'm super big on like security net, making sure like I know where everything is coming from. And that was a huge risk um, for me to one, quit my corporate job that I went to school for um, and then go out on a limb and do this entrepreneurial journey. Um, But... Yeah, I definitely was. And
2: what fields were you all working in when you started this business?
4: Um, so, my major was international business. I was working um, at a healthcare company in HR.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: And I was in clinical research. Yep.
2: Wow. And you were like, okay, so we're going to sit down, we're going to schedule this date, and we're taking this leap. Yep. How did your parents feel about that?
3: They were, they supportive. were super supportive. So, my parents actually own a food truck. Okay. Awesome.
2: Okay. So So you had the mentorship.
3: We did. Yeah. So they kind of gave us the blueprint of how the food truck industry worked. So we had a mentor, and they helped us succeed. Mm -hmm. So everyone was very on board board
2: with our. So how important is mentorship to you now, knowing what you know?
3: Extremely important. I don't think that we would be where we are today without without that mentors. Yep. Most definitely.
2: You know, one of the things that I always say is that when I started my business, initially I spent so much money on, you know, shopping and vacations. When I first started making money, it's like your first year of business. You Mm -hmm. just go crazy Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, and now I look back and I say, I would have taken that money and I would have invested that money into mentorship, into coaching, um, into things of that nature. What would you say to people who are out there who are looking to get to that next level, who are kind of on the fence Mm -hmm. when it comes to investing um, and putting some money into mentorship and guidance
4: I definitely say it would be beneficial Um, but all it depends on like your journey and what it looks like for you Um, because everybody's route is completely different Um, but definitely um, investing in mentorships I think that that can push the needle forward a lot of steps Um, and you could pretty much jump some hurdles without having to like clash into them if you do that as well because I think that helped us a lot Mm
2: -hmm. yeah and being so young and taking that leap Mm -hmm. it just goes to show that anything is possible so is it super expensive to start a food truck or ice cream business for those who are watching out there they may be considering it
3: I don't think a food truck is expensive to start a food truck. But when we talk about an actual store,
4: yeah,
2: it's a whole
3: different overhead ball game. is expensive yeah. for sure. Overhead Compared is expensive from for sure. Food truck to a mm-hmm.
4: store.
2: Yeah. And what I will also just, I want to stress this point, listeners, pay attention to this. You have to start your business in, in different steps. So the goal may be to open a store,
3: mm-hmm.
4: but
2: you may start with the food truck Yeah, right? until the food truck, can position you to open the store and that's why you talk
3: and about leverage crazy. our our goal was never to open a store mm-hmm. like, tell me about that so <laughs> we had started with the food truck and honestly i still wanted to go to dental school um but the food truck was it was taking off we were growing a passion was for it ice
2: cream was what ice cream? The food truck. Yeah, the food yeah, truck yes, was ice cream. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, because you know I'm from D.C. Mm-hmm. So in D.C., you say food truck. We think it, like, you know, ooh-hoo. Yeah, yeah. we th- we think it, like, hamburgers, french fries. So that, that can all go on a food truck. <laughs> but yeah, ours
3: was, we did road ice cream on a food truck. Okay. Um, And I still wanted to go to dental school, so I just, this was kind of a, a hobby in a sense for us. Okay. We just wanted to see where it went, and I think, You know, growing the business, we grew a passion and God revealed purpose through the business as well. So through that, just steps just started to align. And that's kind of how the story came about. How
2: important is it to start small? versus trying to jump right into the bigger vision?
3: I think it's very
4: important to start small. Um, I think that you learn a lot on the process. Um, oftentimes us as humans, like we try to bite off too much and try to get to the end goal super, super quick so that you can be at this glorious moment. But I think starting small also builds character and it just makes the journey even more worthwhile.
2: Yeah. yeah. What are some of the hardest things that you all have been through so far?
4: Um, I would say just getting a lot of no's, being shut down um, on our journey. Um, It took a long time to get this. Um, So where we're sitting today, this took a lot of hard work, um, a lot of no's, a lot of closed doors, a lot of you're too young. Um, So it was very difficult. Um, But, I mean, we prevailed. Yeah,
2: so so y'all did get a lot of you're too too young? Yeah. Oh, so many. Too young. Tell me a you're too young story.
3: (laughs) So someone had actually told us that – they didn't think our business or we were mature enough. Mm-hmm. Our business, so I think we were in like, business for two years yeah. at that point, mm-hmm. And they were like, are you sure y'all really want to do this? Like, are y'all really going to want to roll ice cream? Mm-hmm like yeah like we're showing you the numbers we're showing you that we have all of this plan that we can do it
2: so this is even with the income statement this is even with the income so the people were still out here playing with y'all with the income statement. still playing and and
4: that's and that's the thing i think that's the thing that was like really like baffling baffling was that we had the numbers on paper um but they still didn't take us serious so it's kind of like how do we break down this barrier in order for people to really take us serious the way that we take our business serious like this is our livelihood so it's like you know, we, we're we after this. Like, we are some go-getters. And even with the P&L sheets, they looking at it like, okay, like, huh.
2: A joke. Yeah. How did you break those barriers?
4: We just continued to. Kept trying? Yeah. We kept
2: knocking on doors. The income kept going up. Kept going up. <laughs> Still Events, going up. The people kept booking us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, because sometimes... When you're building something and you get that rejection, it can be very hurtful. It can be very discouraging. And sometimes it'll even cause you to pivot Mm on your way um, to your goal. Just by hearing that negative feedback, you'll feel like maybe I need to do something. And that's sometimes one of the biggest things that we can do, allowing negative feedback to cause us to pivot and go in a different direction on our journey versus Stay in the course so how do you feel now that you all did not allow that to distract you and you stayed the course what are some of the things and some of the opportunities that have been opening for you all recently
3: so i think now um people are actually starting to you know recognize our brand people are recognizing us as a ice cream brand. So when people want ice cream, they want Road Forever. We're becoming a favorite ice cream. Um, People want to come to Road Forever and experience Road Forever. And because of that, I feel like things are starting to align. Um, A lot of things that we never thought that we wanted to do are happening. We're we're talking to you right now. I bought your book what, five, six years ago? Wow. Never thought I would be on a podcast with you. So oh, look at just God. Look at God. <laughs> so just, you know, doors are doors are opening. Um, our vision, I feel like it's more clear for our business. Um, there are several things that we want to do now that we had never thought of in the beginning.
2: Yeah. What are those things?
3: Should we tell them? Um,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Y'all want to keep it a secret? Give like one or two. One thing that you want to do. That's on your dream board as a business.
4: One thing that we want to do, um, I think we want to continue to elevate our brand, continue to get out there, continue to like bring awareness to our brand. So I think we're still trying to like elevate and we're still trying to get ourselves out there because there's still so many people that don't know what rolled ice cream is. Uh, So many people who've never experienced rolled ice cream or haven't even heard of rolled ice cream. So I think just getting the awareness out there about our product and the experience, we want to continue to elevate that.
2: I love that. (laughs) You're (laughs) amazing. Spill the beans.
3: So, I was going to say, I think that we are going to, we're trying to build the outreach part of Road Forever as well. I think that we've noticed that we empower a lot of girls who look like us. A lot of girls come in here, they see us and they're like, oh, I want to open up a road ice cream business. I want to do this. I want to do that. So, we actually want to create something that entitles that as well. So, we want to do a nonprofit up under road forever yeah. as well. And,
2: and one of the things I was going to ask you all is, is this a franchise? No. no. Okay. So have you all, all ever thought about going in that direction? It's been on the table before. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because, you know, when you were talking about black women coming in and seeing that this is a black-owned business mm-hmm. and saying like, oh my gosh, like, I want to open this kind of business, I think that would be a great avenue yeah. for you all to for go sure. in. Yeah. So let's talk about the relationship okay. because, you know, there is this myth that you guys are clearly Mm busting that you know friends can't do business together Mm -hmm. you shouldn't do business with your friends Mm -hmm. let's start with how you all met and became friends
4: Gotcha. So it goes back a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I was eight. She was seven. We played Little league basketball. Oh, yeah. Together. I went back back. Yeah, we'd yeah we'd back back. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we got, we're 20 years Like literally same. shooting in the gym together. Um, so, yeah, we started off super, super young. Um, we played basketball together. Our families just became really close friends over that time period. And we've never left each other side then. Um, since then. Um, we went to high school together, um, went to college together for a little stint of time um, and just always kept in connection um, with each other, and we've always been by each other's side.
2: Now, what would you say has been the thing that has kept the relationship strong through ups and downs in business?
3: (laughs) She's laughing because we're going to say the same thing. Our values and morals. (laughs) Like, literally, our values and morals. I think that's what keeps our relationship so strong and so tight-knit. And we also have great communication. Like, Mm -hmm. we communicate with each other. We give each other our space. Um, we've learned each other yep. from the inside out. I feel like yeah. um,
2: it's like a marriage. It, it really is. is a marriage, and it's we so always we say that. We about <laughs>
3: We're always like, uh, does God just want us to be together? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs>
2: but... Okay, <laughs> like yeah. you know. So, what are y'all? How have you all handled? the controversy and the ups and downs and the moments where you all were like irritated with one another because people don't know like that happens in friendships and it also happens in business relationships. How have you managed to keep the ego out of the business and continue to build a relationship and the business at the same time?
4: Hmm, That's a great question. Um, Because we never just really, like, bumped heads or, like, ran into any, like, just major, major problems. Like, knock on wood, um, don't know what God has in store for us later. (laughs) But um, I think that we're so different, but yet we're such alike that Mm -hmm. I think it
3: really balances our personalities out, in a sense. And I think Um, we also respect each other's opinions as well. So with her saying that we're so different, yet so similar Mm -hmm. you know when she comes to me with something and I may not agree I'm like oh but I didn't think about that Mm -hmm. like my she shifted my perspective in a sense yeah so I think that helps us. yeah
4: we definitely I think like like we were just saying like we're different but we're similar in so many different in so many ways and I think that kind of is the glue um, for both of us. Um, And we, like we said, we've been together for 20 years. Like we've been friends for 20 years at this point. So we've literally grown up from a child to an adult um, together. So we're basically like blood without being blood. Um, And she's like family. So she is family so it's just like one of those things where like we've just been on this journey together and we've learned like we've been through so many different ups and downs so yeah. many different chapters of our lives so like i think that we have just really cultivated that as one whole thing and we just move well together yeah and aside
3: from the the business aspect as well we also check in on each other so like we're be- actually really best friends yeah. before yeah. we meet we're always asking like how are you mentally, like what are your personal goals for the week aside from your business goals this week? So just actually like being there checking in for one another?
2: Yeah, so many people talk about the bad side mm-hmm. of having a business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, An ego can get in the way for so many people, and they're like, I don't want anyone else in this business with me. Um, I want to do this by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with people. I, I've heard the saying, like, alpha women don't run in packs. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the benefits of having uh, a business partner? And, and I want to throw one out there that really stood out to me with your stories mm-hmm. is the fact that you had two incomes mm-hmm. coming in that could come together and invest in this business versus one person trying to figure it all out Mm -hmm. all by themselves. Yeah.
3: I would say partnership for sure is the biggest thing. Uh, Just what we were talking about with perspectives. Like, you know, if I'm thinking of something and my logic may not be correct, she'll step in and she'll say, well, maybe we should do it from this angle. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? So I think um, having that partnership and having several different perspectives really helps.
4: Mm -hmm. and I think it's really good too especially like on a business aspect side is that she has her really good strengths in certain areas of the business and I do as well so it's not like we over like like we overstep each other um so like for example she's really good with marketing and like just the aesthetics of everything and that might not be my strong point so like I think that where I lack she like picks up and where she lacks I pick up and so sometimes you might get those friends who are who go in business and they might be really really good at the same thing. so they're fighting or they're like trying to pull each other like tug of war because hey I want this but you want this too and I think for us luckily like thank god like we both have different assets and we bring different things yeah. to the table that what are they say different.
2: whatever she like, I right over her shoulder. There you go. <laughs> we
3: also really understand each other as well. Like I feel like we since we have grown up together, we've yeah. really gotten to know each other to our core. Mhm in a sense and i I can look at her and kind of know what she's thinking or or, you know like something's wrong Mm -hmm. or she's not having a good day based off the way that she texts me her tone i can i know her tone of voice through text wow so she knows
4: me like the back of her hand yeah it's crazy
2: and you can you can just feel the energy Mm -hmm. you know and that sisterhood is like so important in business Mm -hmm. and even outside of business i tell women all the time you can have your man you know, you can have it all going on, but you need women. Like, yeah, you need that sure. sisterly love. You need people to be able to talk to. Yep. You need to talk to other women, mm-hmm. right? You need those shoulders. You know, you need those quiet yep. moments. Um, that That's just so important. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how intentional have you all been with working with other women um, in this industry?
3: Very intentional. So um, each month we have a flavor of the month. And we do a lot of collabs with other small women-owned businesses. Um, also, one of our like, slogans is called Rolling with Women-Owned Businesses. So we really love to promote other women-owned businesses as well.
2: I love it. What about you?
4: Um, I would piggyback off of um what Malia said as well. Like we're really, really big on women empowerment. Um, and just in this space that we're in, um, so we do try to cultivate and reach out and collab with other women in the community that look like us or are on the same journey. Um, and just wanted to spotlight both of us at the same time because there's room for everyone.
2: Love it. So if someone was starting from scratch and they're like, you know, I want to go into business with my bestie. We are going to start <laughs> an ice cream truck what would you tell them from start to finish?
3: I would say um, for both partners to know your strengths, know your weaknesses, know if that works together. And then I would say, don't take no for an answer. The sky's the limit. Keep trying and don't limit yourself.
4: I would say that too. I would say also know yourself um, and know each other. And for us, it's a little different because we've got 20 years in the game. So I don't know how, you know, if you're with your friend, if you've been friends for five years or not, but I think you'll know, you'll have that intuition, you'll have that gut feeling of whether or not you should take or jump out on this entrepreneurial journey and have a business with your best friend you know you if you know you know
3: and we also live together and i feel like when you live with someone oh so you y'all li- married for real yeah 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 <laughs> we, just the we ring, were roommates <laughs> freshman year of college <laughs> and funny. it was our first time living together and it worked mm-hmm. yeah. so we felt like if we could live together that was an indication that we could also start a business together so talk
2: to me about the process like the real process of building this thing from scratch just from the ice cream truck standpoint so you say we're going to start an ice cream truck. Do you go buy a brand new truck? Do you buy a new truck? What does this all look like?
3: So I feel like we have to tell you the background story.
2: Tell, tell us the background <laughs> story. The girls CLs want to know.
3: So our junior year of college, we traveled to New York. Uh, we tasted road ice cream for the first time. It was trending on Instagram. We came back. There was no road ice cream in Tennessee. So Barry and I were like, we have to start this business. Like, we have to start it. We have to be the first road ice cream.
2: So let me jump in right there. That's okay. market research, right? Mm-hmm. So you go and do your market research. Mm-hmm. You're like, let me see what's trendy. Mm-hmm. Let me see what's in demand. And let me see if anyone is doing it in my city. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, nope, we don't have any competitors here.
0: You have one unheard message. <phone rings>
2: It's Mm popping. It's trendy. This is going to be our thing. All right, I love that. Let's go. At the time,
3: we were in college. Okay, we had no money. We were trying to finish our degrees, Mm -hmm. so it just wasn't it wasn't feasible. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, what two, three years? uh, We would talk every day after after work, and we're like, "Uh, I don't feel satisfied. I don't want to do this. Like, what can we do to get out of this situation?" So Barry was like. Do you remember that time we went to uh, we went to New York and we tried road ice cream for the first time? I was like, yeah. She was like, "Let's do it." My church was selling a truck, a bus for $1500 at the time.
2: All right, so we have a $1500 truck.
3: $1500 truck. Still deal.
2: Still deal. Still <laughs> deal. Her brother
3: said if y'all are serious, I'll give you 1000. So all y'all have to do is come out of pocket 250.
2: So you had one person mm-hmm. that believed in the vision mm-hmm. to a point where he was willing to invest mm-hmm. in the vision. And girl CL's like, let's just make sure that we take note of this. Sometimes we're looking for 50 people to believe in us. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're looking for thousands of people on Instagram to believe in our vision, but this just goes to show that you just need one person to put point. that money yeah. where their mouth is and show you that they really believe in you. So bro came through. Bro came through. Bro came bro through. <laughs> he slid you that $1,000. Slid the check. Yeah. and where did it go from there
3: so we uh, we got the bus wrapped mm-hmm. we what know, did that cost that was what 5k i think mm-hmm. that was 5k right.
2: so how did y'all come in with the 5k how did we Well, so like, we live. were working
4: so yeah like a, throughout this whole entire process we were working on our corporate job so we waking up at the crack of dawn going into work and knowing that this ain't what we want to do you know just trying to get a paycheck and every time
3: we get paid we're dishing it
4: it too. went straight. And, straight, straight and we were
3: also living with our parents yeah at the time as well all
2: right so. girl seals. this is girl co game yeah. so let's get the girl co game in here so the truck is a thousand dollars.
3: Well, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred.
2: Mm-hmm. We get bro to slide the mm-hmm. one the, the $1, thousand dollars to yep. show that he's really invested. invested in the vision dream. He believes in you, and yep. this is your brother.
4: Yeah, it's my brother-in-law. Yep.
2: All right, brother-in-law comes through to show mm-hmm. the support. Yep. So we get that money from him. Yep. And then we need five K to wrap mm-hmm. the bus. Mm-hmm. We keep our expenses low. Mm-hmm. Y'all better listen to this. <laughs> we stay home with our parents, mm-hmm. which can be a very humbling experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. To get that money up, mm-hmm. okay? And we use the income from our jobs. Mm-hmm. We don't go buy the Gucci. No. We don't go buy the Louis. No. I know y'all wanted that Chanel bag. <laughs> <laughs> but you said no. We're going to put this into spending 5k mm-hmm. to get the outside of this bus wrap Mm -hmm. so we can get the visibility Mm -hmm. and we want to get the marketing we want everyone to see you where this bus is going and you use the income from both of your jobs do you all split that Mm -hmm. 25 25 yeah yeah and you get the bus wrap what about the inside of the bus
3: so i don't remember exactly how much the inside cost i would i would say as a whole we probably spent around like 20 to 30k to get the food truck
2: started so how did we come up with the twenty to thirty? Was it all income from the bis- from the jobs?
3: So it was our jobs, our parents, mm-hmm. my grandmother, like just everyone. Honestly, was just help. pitching in. Yeah.
2: yeah. So did you have to pay these people back? Um, yeah. yeah, we paid my yeah. yeah
3: my grandmother back. Yeah.
2: Okay. So but how much people, were y'all yeah. in with grandma?
3: Uh, I think she may have gave us like 5k maybe. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay so mm-hmm. you pay your grandma mm-hmm. I love that you know sometimes <laughs> it takes a Yeah, village. She, she really
4: believed in our vision. Like she a lot like, everybody did yeah. like our whole entire family like they were super 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 supportive um, and like, like she said like we did pay some people back but there are some people that were just like hey like yeah. I want y'all to really succeed like yeah. here this is my investment.
2: How important is it to ask for help because sometimes ego can get in the way and we're like I'm not asking anybody for money like I don't want to be Indebted to anyone, like mm-hmm. how important is it to step out and say, "Hey, you know, do you believe in this enough to invest in it?" Yeah.
3: I think very important, and I think at that time uh, we were honestly just telling people our vision, and people were like, "Oh, well, we really want y'all to do this, mm-hmm. so here, here's this, here's mm-hmm. that." Um, but asking for help is definitely essential, and we're—I feel like I'm learning that even more yeah, now. now. Um,
4: it's, it's been a journey. It is a journey. Um, it's kind us. of challenging sometimes to ask for help. We like to do it on our own, mm-hmm. and you can't always do it on your own. Yeah. So.
2: so we get the truck, finish the story. What happened after that?
3: So after we got the truck up and going, um, we scheduled our first event. Our first event was on June 2nd. Mm-hmm. It was June 2nd or June 3rd. Th- mm-hmm. Yeah, June 2nd. Um, we sold out. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, okay.
2: our
3: our ice cream must be a little good. <laughs> like, we sold out of everything. So from there, the rest is history.
2: And, and you were like, it's time. Yeah. And then you, that was June the 2nd. And when mm-hmm. did you all quit? So
3: we quit in March, March of, the okay. of the following year. So we wow. did it So we were just part-time. doing
4: it on the weekends. Yeah, we were yeah. doing just part-time for, like, what, nine months? Yeah, so yeah. let's
2: talk about that because normally as soon as you see that that money coming in everyone's like I'm out of here Mm -hmm. what made you say that I'm going to not only just stay in this but I'm going to stay in this for almost a year afterwards even though the income is coming in and still get the income from the job and the business why was that important to both of you all
4: Um, I think for me like it was also like a cushion Um, so it was very new to me Um, like I said I'll she's more of a risk taker in my sense than I think I am sometimes. I think I'm more of a risk taker now. Um, but back then, almost five years ago, I was a little hesitant, um, just because just graduated college, you know, this wasn't like the track or anything like that. Um, so I just wanted to have a cushion more than anything. Um, I've always wanted to be pretty financially like stable um, yeah. on my own um, and also just being a woman. And so I just never wanted to have to really rely on anyone. So I know for me, like I wanted to like, Push that out as long as I possibly could, um, but also just trying to get the kinks out as well. I mean, we were fre- we were new um, to the food truck industry. We were new to this whole entire entrepreneurial journey, um, and you just never know what happens. So just being able to have that security net to fall back on,
3: yeah. and just wanting to make sure that we actually wanted to do this mm-hmm. as well. Oh wow so like i said i wanted to go to dental school so this so you was, were still
2: leaning on your i was your still trying career. to get into dental yeah. school
3: this was supposed to be my um what is it called like an off year
2: okay and
3: so i was just working in my off year trying mm-hmm. to get into dental school and i was just growing a love and passion for world forever for entrepreneurship mm-hmm. so I was like, I wanna do this, Mm -hmm. I wanna take a leap and see where this actually goes. Yeah, you know,
2: the word that really stood out to me was the cushion. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important for, as girl CEOs, to make sure we have that cushion when it comes to starting these businesses. Because sometimes you may be in an up-season in your business, but the thing about businesses, you have up-seasons, you have Mm down-seasons, you have seasons where you have to reinvent yourself, reinvent Mm -hmm. your business. And you have to come back stronger. What has been one of the hardest things that you all have faced since you've had this business together?
3: I would say, um, so we opened a second store.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. and Talk about it. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let them know.
2: (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. let them know the real.
3: So when we started the food truck, we were majority in Rutherford County. So Rutherford County is like 30 minutes outside of Nashville. So... We were doing all of our events there, and we were very, very popular. We would sell out almost every time we would set up somewhere. So when we started the the search for the store, we were either going to do Nashville or somewhere in Rutherford County. Mm -hmm. We decided to go with Nashville. So we said our second location would be in Smyrna, where we thrived with the food truck. Mm -hmm. It was a little different. I think that we used the market research for the truck to compare it to a store. And
2: it's different. And it's so
3: different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we were ready for a second store at the time. Mm-hmm. So adding a second store, it was like a storm, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was so heavy on us. Um, we were exhausted. We were tired. We,
2: we really had nothing left to give. Yeah. And what happened did you all keep the store did you close, no, the we close it? we closed it yep. yeah and
3: it was so freeing when we closed it wow yeah. let's which talk is, about that <laughs> which it is was crazy so freeing. Yeah. because people were very sad that we closed the store but i think me and barry we had this talk and we were like if we want to continue roads forever if we want to continue to give our all to this business we have to let this go yeah
2: mm-hmm. and, I, and i love that you share that you two were open enough to share that here on this show Because there are so many entrepreneurs and girl CEOs out here that are going through hard times in their businesses that are going to have to shut a business down. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I want you all to stress how it didn't break you, but Mm. it built you after making that decision. Mm -hmm. It made everything so much clearer. Yeah, and I
4: think people have to also, you know, we get so caught up in like the image and what others think and like our supporters and different things like that. But you gotta understand that the business doesn't operate without you. Um, So if you don't have yourself, um, then, Nobody has what you have to offer. Um, So I think that you just got to be really true to yourself. um, And sometimes you have to close down a store. Sometimes you got to close down a segment of your business. And that's okay um, because nobody is walking your journey. Nobody's going through what you're going through. Um, So I think you just got to stay true to yourself and not do it for the outside, like, Sources yeah. in a sense, you the gotta, glorification. Yeah, yeah. you got to really do it for you at the end of the day, because you're the one going home with this burden. You're the one who's getting stretched thin. You know, they're not the ones who are with you when you're crying at night, because you're like, I don't know what I need to do, and I don't know the next move. So just be true to yourself. Um, and it was really hard for us because I thought, you know, that that's our hometown. That's where we grew up. You know, our high right. school is like less than five minutes away from the location we opened. So we just assumed that like we would have a lot of support. We like over, overflowing, um, and it was just complete opposite. So
2: so um, do you believe in the saying that that strangers support you more than the people you actually know? I think I think so. Wow
4: an extent I definitely think that a lot of people that we do know do support us so I don't want to negate the fact of that because I think we do have a lot of supporters that are close to us yeah. um, but I do think a lot of strangers do support you a lot more than yeah. the people who are close to you
2: because to open up a business in your hometown mm-hmm. you know five minutes from where you went to school at and mm-hmm. thinking like this is gonna be crazy mm-hmm. you know we're gonna get this crazy pouring of people and then it's like it doesn't do as good as you expected yeah. and then you end up closing that location mm-hmm. down it could be kind of Like a gut punch, right? And then you come to a city where you're not even from this city, you open up something and it just blows up, you know, it goes crazy. Uh, It's just kind of like, wow. Closing a store publicly can be one of those things you feel in your stomach, you know? And and so many of us, we have to stay focused on the bigger vision, right? Because sometimes the goal can be for the social media love or to show people that like, I can do this, but once you get past that you realize that you have to make decisions that are best for you and your business financially Mm -hmm. you know you see people continue to run businesses and dump money into things that are not giving them that return on investment yeah you know how relieved did you feel once you decided that okay you know what we're going to close the second store because it just isn't working and we're going to focus on the one that is working
3: very relieved like i I felt like our vision was much clearer, mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like our processes, our systems, we went back to the drawing board, we reevaluated them, and I feel like now we're running much more smoothly than we were before. Yeah. Um. And everything has worked thus far in our business. The smartest Store was the first thing that didn't work. Yeah. So now we're, I think that we're thinking more business-minded instead of creative-minded. So we're just. On the right path Yeah.
2: sometimes there's more left in your business Mm -hmm. right and there's more room to monetize what you already have yeah right and then you realize like let me go back to what I already have and let me amplify this okay and that's just what I see you all doing right now yep yeah so what would you say you know to people who are watching this interview they're in their 20s they have a dream they have a vision they have a goal and they're super scared
4: I say, again, stay true to yourself. Um, Me and Malia actually were having a conversation yesterday, I believe it was, um, and we were talking about how, you know, we get into being this entrepreneur and it's like we have all these ideas and you're a visionary and you're creative and you're just like so many things are coming on your plate and you're just like, oh, I want to do this. I know we can execute it, so let's do it. Um, But ultimately, sometimes you have to take a step back. And like literally, just look at the full picture um, because everything that comes to you doesn't need to get a yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that come like to that. you, you need to just say no. That's not on my. That's not on my plan. That's not. That's not in the works right now. So I just need to put that on the back burner for now, and then we might can you know double back and come back to it. And I think um, going into the Smyrna location, we were just so excited that like you know we were getting off the ground running. You know, two young entrepreneurs. Like this wasn't even our dream. We didn't even think that this was even possible for yeah, us. You know yeah. what I mean. And so everything that came to us, we felt like we had to say yes, mm-hmm. because we wanted to be able to execute and succeed in everything. Yeah. Um, and that's not always, you know, that's not always the best the best way to go. So sometimes you got to just step back again, realign, refocus and just say like, hey, I'm on this journey. And if, you know, X, Y and Z comes my way, I might have to say no to X, Y and Z right now. doesn't mean that I can't do it or I don't think I can do it. It's just not the time.
2: Yeah. I love that. I love that
3: own lane, own race, own pace. That's what we say.
4: Bar.
2: Mm -hmm. Bar. Bar. (laughs) We have to stay in our own lane and we
3: have to, you know, at times when we get off of that track, we have to realign ourselves and say, you know, does this align with our purpose? Mm -hmm. Does this align with our passion? Is this something that we want to do? And if it doesn't, even if it's shiny, even if it's gold, then it's a no. Mm-hmm. I and I think it. that we're becoming more comfortable with mm-hmm. saying no. Mm-hmm. It was very hard at hard first. No. Th- those very, no's very are free hard. your life up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like can you come? In? No. Yeah. What should I be You want to go this first? No. Those no's will
4: definitely free <laughs> your, life yeah. your life up. So yeah.
2: where can everyone find you all?
4: Um so we have a storefront in Germantown, um Nashville, it's 1124th Avenue North, um, and then we have a food truck and we're all around Middle Tennessee. So you can just check our social media's.
3: So our social media is at rolled R O L L E D the number four ever E V E R ice cream and then my personal Instagram is oh <laughs> the
4: personal mb
2: <laughs>
3: and then uh,
4: my personal Instagram is miss M I S S underscore Barry B A R I.
2: Yeah, and and we're this is gonna get a little exciting because we're about to make some ice cream. Yeah, yeah let's do it. We roll. Are you good
3: with your you good with your hands? You you got it. Okay, let's do I'm, it. We rolling. Okay. Let's get to rolling. This All is right. gonna
2: be my first time doing roll ice cream. Was
3: yesterday your first time having roll no. ice cream? Okay. No, uh-huh. this
2: is my first time having it, but I really love it. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, y'all. So they got me up in the kitchen. I'm about to make.
3: A monster my Attack
2: first. Road ice, ice cream. Um, which which one are we making today?
3: So this is the Monster Attack. It's our cookies and cream Oreo ice cream. It's our number one seller. Oh,
2: this is my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. I am one hundred percent a cookies and cream girl. Okay. All right, So what do I do
3: first? So this is the vanilla base. Okay. So you're gonna take the base. You're gonna
2: pour it mm-hmm. on the plate. Do I pour it any kind of way? Yep. Yeah.
3: You can just pour it. Uh, okay. You can just give me this. Right,
4: I'll
2: so get I that. A it there.
3: So now you're. gonna This is where you're gonna scrape like an upward motion.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. There you go. Oh, okay. it, get, it got a little. Yeah. yeah it's gonna on. get it a little hard. I can work here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that now. asked me. asked me to be on the board. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how? So is there like a freezer underneath here that's like making it cold?
4: So it's an electric plate. Um, so it's cooling constantly.
2: Okay.
3: Um, it's set to negative fifteen degrees. Yeah. So you can actually chop the Oreo. Oh,
2: okay. So I can chop it up. Mm-hmm. This is the splashing part this that you're coming. Yeah. All right. Let me protect my white sweatshirt. <laughs> so,
4: there you go. Her.
3: You're okay. like you're doing really good.
4: Yep. So go on and get around them edges.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. Okay. There we go. So now And you're then gonna chop, chop a little again. bit. Mm-hmm. Don't play with her. She's not one of them. Not one of
4: them. All right. So now you going to move the ice cream over to the left side of the tray. Um, over
2: here? Mm hmm. Okay. we going to get ready to spread. Plate, yeah.
4: Okay. Let me get up. I want all my ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need all of it. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now. <laughs> so okay.
2: now you're going to paint. So
3: you're going to. Spread the ice cream out, yep.
4: Make it very thin.
2: Okay. And you want to put very, pressure. Make it very thin. Uh-huh.
3: Okay. There you so go. You're gonna Try to make it into a square. Yeah.
4: Oh,
2: in a square? Mm-hmm.
4: If you can. There you go.
2: <laughs> Our class was my best class. Was it really? No, I'm tapping. <laughs> okay. So you can keep
3: spraying it, because it's going to get hard. Okay.
4: and spread it out along All the, the way, plate. Like yeah. try to come over
3: here with it. There okay. you go. There you go.
2: Okay, so...
3: <laughs> so a lot of the ice cream, you can put it on that side to like make it- like, So now you see here.
4: how you have ice cream on this side? Okay, come right here and then spread it that way, to the left. Of this ice
2: cream? hmm Okay.
4: And then I'm gonna just help you out a little bit. <laughs>
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Like move there you it go. over,
4: and then and there spread out the other side. There you go.
2: Okay. Okay. Teamwork. There I we go. Teamwork makes the dream work. Got to. Okay. okay.
4: So we are just gonna make it real thin because it's still real a little. Real thin.
2: Just a little thick. Mm-hmm. Real thin. Got this. Little there, part you go. down there you here. go. There you go. Okay. We getting somewhere now. All right, y'all. I'm this ice cream. You can write your name in the chocolate yep. Oh. Oh. All right, so now I'm going to write my name in the chocolate <laughs> drizzle. I am going to put Big Ronnie. Okay. Okay, hey, Big Ronnie.
4: <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Beast in for bands.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: there we go. All right. All so right. start on this side. Okay. And then, so, so uh, you're
3: gonna,
4: so hold it with both hands, like both this. Both hands. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just push upward.
2: Okay.
4: You can just do one cohesive push. Just keep pushing. There you
2: go. There you go. Is it hard? Mm, it's it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I think I can do it. There you go. <laughs>
4: Um, and this time just try to go all the way, like just, just push all the way through. Just like, oh, there I you go. The yep. It makes it a little more smoother. Yeah, it
2: makes, it, it makes a smoother
4: transition. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay! Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Baby! You gonna have muscles working here. Like three months of this, and you be cut up. <laughs>
4: there we go.
2: Have some rolls here. There we go. Okay. I want all mine. All the ice cream. All of it. Okay, bam. So here's your cup. So we're out of now. You can put the spatula back in here. Okay.
3: And then you'll just grab this with the, the roll. And then just put them in the cup. Put around the perimeter of the cup.
2: Oh,
4: there you
2: go.
3: Okay. There you go. Put this little baby one in the middle. Have you watched the of road ice cream
2: video? No. This really? This is my first time. There we go. Okay. Cooked in room life. You gotta show the people your road. All right, y'all. <laughs> my first road ice cream. I'm excited about this. So, do we, go with- so we'll, oh, we
4: can
3: uh, bring the we'll
2: whipped here. cream over here.
3: Okay. So then you just put the whipped cream in the stinger. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, wait with
4: her. Wow. So then okay. you can just. just shake it her. over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can be a little, on want shake,
2: shake, shake. Yeah. There we go. And this one is called... The, the Monster, monster attack. attack. The Monster Attack. This is my favorite one.
4: Mm-hmm. And then we top it off with some drizzle. chocolate drizzle. Ooh. Ooh.
2: I'm gonna do a little bit of this because I'm trying to stay snatched. And there you go.
4: And there we have it. Mm.
2: Okay. All right, so I'm gonna taste it. Let mm. y'all know what it's hitting on. <laughs> Him. everything it's supposed to give. Okay. Mm-hmm. So delicious. All mm-hmm. right, so how the hell do you stay skinny? <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> work <it> out. <laughs> Every
4: you Gotta hour. work out,
2: yeah. Oh my God, it's Try so to. good. It's so good, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks y'all for teaching me how to roll some ice cream. Most definitely. Yeah.
4: Thanks for coming in. All right,
2: y'all. The ice cream dishes is going on.
4: <laughs>
2: Let's do a cheers Y'all got it. you want know cheers, honey? Oh, we gonna
4: cheers What we got cheers
2: honey. Here we go <laughs> ice cream
3: Tarot, Tarot ice cream <laughs> <laughs> Cheers <Last one. laughs> It's the girl CEO show Run it up Run it Always up. on the brine You already know what's up, you know what's up. Everything from dating oh. The life in the business we Cover
1: who get it done.